0: Welcome to Crest in partnership with Elusive, an environmentally conscious apparel and lifestyle brand. Producer Dodd here. This week on Crest, Tom and Vaughn are chatting to Jamie Bateman of Surfline. We cover Jamie's surf history, including highlights of his competitive career, before we really get stuck into what he's most known for these days, surf forecasting. If you've ever driven an hour to the beach to find its flat, you're going to find this one very useful. Enjoy. (laughs)
1: Charger, an international forecaster. Jamie Bateman is frequently one of the standouts in the highly competitive lineups of the Vale Coast and beyond, and now he's landed an epic job with Surfline.
2: How does he, how does life look for Jeff? Listen to find out.
1: So, uh, welcome Bateman to Crest in partnership with Elusive. Thank you very much for having me. And, uh, and, and welcome also to Mark Vaughan, who's enjoyed his time co-hosting uh, on our landmark Greg, Greg Owen episode so much that he's come back for more. Yes, what a night that was. Yes, <laughs> uh, as most of you know, Vaughan and Bateman go back a long way. Um, so, as he was with Owen, I'm sure Mark will help us unlock this uh, Lantwit legend in all his guises. You can also see us again if you take the YouTube option, thanks to Craig Nichol a.k.a. Camera Anchor, who is quite the aficionado when it comes to all things media nowadays. Thanks, Craig, and uh, it's great to be working with you again.
2: So, before we get into the interview, uh, a quick word on two very special people, and Tom, I know you'd like to start this one off.
1: Yeah, so Welsh surfing was devastated with uh, the loss of both Mark Schofield and Tim Jones within a few weeks of each other, and although the surf community has wrapped its arms around the families, there's still going to be a big hole left where these colossal characters once stood. We had a send off for Scowf recently, uh, and it was lovely to see you guys from all over the country there to support, and we've done his life story on the show before, and I'm sure we'll be going back for many tales about him. You've surfed with him in your time, boys? You've surfed with him, and you've you met him?
0: Yeah, I remember vividly as a, uh, I would say grand, gron, but I probably wasn't. I was probably in my late teens uh, watching him surf at Lantua, and just, well. I didn't really understand what, what he was doing in the water. It was a bit of a wide eyed moment for me, but mm. that stands out. I've, I've met him uh, in later years in life, but that, that moment was, well, I won't forget that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 too, I, I didn't have the, you know, the fortune to surf with Mark, or at least I don't recall, because um, I'm a lot younger than Jamie. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, but uh, no, Mark, I did meet in later <clears throat> life. Uh, and yeah, what a, what a guy. He shared so much uh, of his time to talk about competition and surfing and uh, his experiences and and his advice (laughs) so uh, yeah great guy what a character Uh,
1: and then of course for you guys Tim Jones who was one of the Lantert crew and you know that followed you know only shortly after Scove um Tim Tim had a very big influence on me and my surfing and was behind you know the the sort of the best surfing I'd ever done in my life and uh, and and for you guys it must have been you know a real He's a real loss then for the Atlantic community. Yeah,
2: Tim was a, a special character in this part of the world, I mean, although he frequented a number of parts of the world. But he, uh, Tim spent a lot of time teaching the Groms from what he learned when he was his time in Portugal. He spent a lot of time uh, at, at Cemente surfboards and met the kind of cream of Portuguese surfing at the time, uh, people like Bubush and uh, De Pin. And um, Tim shared that knowledge with us as Groms and... Uh, there is stuff I use that Tim taught me uh, to this very day, and the most important one was learning how to stand up properly in one movement, which yeah. he thrashed out of <laughs> me over a summer for six months. And yeah, uh, Tim and I shared a number of fantastic uh, days, evenings, and surfs together. Yeah. you, Jay?
0: Yeah, I mean, the pre-inter- pre-internet days when you, you didn't have access to the kind of real life of surfing somewhere else other than your hometown, to have someone like that come in and. Tell you all the stories and and describe the ways you know he was surfing in, in great detail, mm. kind of lit a lot of fires in to it, and a, a lot of people say that you know they 'd gone on to do things mm. because of those things that Tim told the stories he told us and the way he told us is all the enthusiasm he told oh, us
2: incredible Do, do yeah. you remember that photo he had of supertubes or super Tubos, in in his in, in his lounge It was always there. it was only a tiny little photo, but it was just this macking great big left tube and Tim waxed lyrical about the ways of kosher and super tubos. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll miss him uh, and our
1: thoughts and love and prayers go to his family oh, to the family, and his, and his sons especially. And <clears throat> I think, you know, Tim was an integral part of that Lantwit crew. And should we maybe start by talking about that Lantwit crew? The sort of, you know, it, it, it's grown nowadays, I suppose, to encompass a lot of the sort of wider veil. But uh, for you, Jamie, you're you, from Lantwit, like... Grown
0: up, yeah? Yeah, uh, and my folks had the privilege of moving here when I was uh, three years old, I think maybe four. Where were you born? Uh, I was born in uh, Buckinghamshire, just <laughs> north London-ish.
1: Oh, were you, darling? But <laughs> <laughs> well, you saw the error of your ways when you were very young then, did you?
0: Well, I mean, the, my folks... My dad moved down here with his job. He could have gone anywhere. You and he, know? Chose you. And, he ch- and he chose Lanthorpe. And and still to this day, I, I when I'm... When I drive, wherever I go, I think, you know, of all the places you could have chosen, you chose yeah. land to it and I, and the privilege to live here and surf with the people I surf with,
1: yeah.
0: I, I find that's a weird, fake thing sort of gone in there. And
1: when you were just, how did you get started then? Was that sort of? Uh,
0: it was with uh, the lads in school. Um, a Couple of guys were in the lifeguards, yeah. and it was kind of like moved on from there. We We used to go down the beach, and one of the, Lads uh, had a board and, I, and he's like, here we go, have a go. And then and I, I still remember that first wave and I, and I just literally haven't stopped. Started on a small board? It was like, a, I think it was a twin fin, big chunky, like yeah. chunky twin fin. It was, it was quite is small. That
2: you, would you have had that when I met
0: you? No. Nah. Oh, it was before, nah, this is like, it? yeah, this is like in the 80s,
1: man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was around, don't <laughs> tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but you, 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 you had Colin and Gwyn Bright at the time? Obviously, so, I had
0: you know, no idea who these guys were. Really? You know, the, the, When you first start out and there's guys out there doing whatever they're doing, it's, it was, I didn't know anything about surfing. Yeah. I knew nothing about it. I mean, and so yeah, that first wave was just-
1: And it's the beach where you start?
0: On the sandy bit, yeah. Because it is rather rocky. Yeah, yeah, there, it was, it? there's a bit of sand down there where you can like push yourself in, but you quickly learn that that's not the place to be and you go, yeah, you know, yeah. further out there. Hmm.
2: It, it's, a, it's a funny old way to, to, to learn to surf and beach because as Jamie says, you, you, you kind of, you find that your parents say that's the only place to go surfing because they kind of take you down in your grommet in the sand and that's the most sensible place to introduce your child to surfing rather yeah. than over the rocks.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and you are like really alone because all the guys that surf here don't They're surf on the, on the sand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah.
1: uh, and yeah. then you sort of see that, you know, that's where you aspire to end up from yeah. there then. Exactly I
0: can remember, that. I can clearly remember my dad who was like always encouraging about doing stuff that maybe he shouldn't have encouraged me to do but we stood on the beach and he said you want to be out there boy and there was like a couple of lads on the point that were further out and it was like a glassy day and i'd literally just started yeah. and he was like you want to be out there and he was and he was right like are killing out there boy <laughs> <aren't>. <laughs> wouldn't he have
1: actually said you want to be out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's no, not quite that uh, harsh, Mister. Yeah. Bit, bit more cotton. Yeah, but you've got the proper bit land, land to it. Yeah, kind of like lilt. Yeah, the land to
2: it lilt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Jane, you know, Landwirt, growing up, you progressed into you know from the beach to the point, and then you know surfing the various ways around the Vale, and which we're, we're all familiar with, and uh, you got a lust for travel, or that first experience of travel. And as I recall, and I may well be wrong here, that I think your first trip was around about 1989, 1990 to Tenerife? Yeah, 17. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And your memories from that trip, because going to Tenerife then would have been very different to the experience that you would have now. And there was ways that are available that are probably a little more crowded (laughs) these days.
0: Yeah. Uh. I mean... Nothing but good memories from that trip. We had a, there was a gr- good crew, uh, Kieran and Saul and Jace, and we met a couple of other local guys. Local boys, yeah. yeah. Yeah, local boys from Lanter. And we had a really good time. The surf was good. It wasn't too big. It wasn't too small. It was warm. You know, there's, there's quite a party atmosphere in Tenerife at the same time. Just a little. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, you know, nothing but good things. Like, literally, I didn't hear a single wrong word the whole two weeks we were there. Yeah. It was just, you know... It was a great trip uh, for a first trip as well. You know, wide-eyed, not knowing what the hell's going on, not really understanding anything. I mean, it was a great time, and we had we, and we surfed quite a lot. You know, despite there being all the distractions of all the partying going on, we got we surfed pretty much every day. There was waves,
2: yeah. and 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 you went. Where was next for you? Was it Fuerte Ventura or did, did you? I'm trying to i a piece yeah. my, uh, from my memory of where your your travels took you because I know uh, from, you went to Fuerteventura. And
0: then yeah, from there, you, maybe thirty. Yeah, was it
2: Australia then that you embarked on on a? Yeah. On a oh, that was like
1: a longer one. Then, yeah,
0: I went it? on a ten month sojourn when I was in my twenties. I went to um, into Australia and then did West, South, and East Coast of Australia. Met Mark at some point. Mm. I think that was ninety four that we. You came
2: 93, 94. Yeah, I think
0: it was 94, January in 94.
2: Yeah. Oh,
1: in uh, Australia, yeah. So you guys met for the first time? No, no, we, we for you from... he came out. Yeah. Oh, okay. You I met up,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, he came out. My sister came out as well for a bit. Yeah, yeah. that, I mean, that was good, obviously. That I kind of um, got a little bit better at surfing, I think, at that point. It, that sounds obvious because you're in Australia and surfing a lot, but it kind of, I think I grew a, a little bit as well as a. I was always a bit of a slow grower. I think in my early 20s, I started growing a bit more muscle. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't think that now.
2: Because <laughs> uh, let
0: me assure you, I mean, I, Jamie was about as, I
2: mean, his nickname was Beanpole for yeah. a very good reason. Yeah. He was about as thin as, uh, I mean, made producer Dodd look a little bit uh, overweight. So. <laughs> but you, when I met you, talk me through the, the place you were staying at because it was pretty special. Yeah,
0: I, I landed on my feet. I, I met this guy, whose parents lived in this um, kind of, it wasn't a mansion, but it was a house that was right on the beach in uh, Thoreau, which is uh, in New South Wales, south coast. And there was a point break within walking distance, Sandham Point. And uh, they That's let me down stay-
1: Wollongong Yeah, way, just yeah. north of Wollongong, yeah. yeah.
0: They let me stay in this little sort of annex, uh, which I could let myself in and out of. Uh, and I basically was living the dream for a while when I was you know, wow. really young as well, 20-odd. And that's when uh, Mark came over and, he, and I took him to this house and said, I've been staying here for the last like, however many months.
1: And, and did you know you were living the dream then or is it like oh, you, no, now? Oh, no, I knew. In, no,
0: yeah. I knew. I can remember sitting there on Christmas Day and it was like really hot, 35 degrees. The surf was really good. This point break was firing all day. I knew, you know, I knew yeah. then. I was like, wow, you know, this is like yeah. living the dream right now. Uh, and
2: it's sand on point for anyone that doesn't recall is, is was featured, I think, uh, with Oki. In, I believe it was Bunny Up Dreaming. Dreamin', I might be wrong, it might have been uh, Sick Joy or one of them, but one of the early Billabong films, and it's a really, really good right hander. I think Jamie's not selling this building as it was, because it was balcony, sand, sand on point. Yeah, I think
1: it's also where they filmed quite a bit of the surfing in that movie, that Quicksilver movie that Carwin Williams was in with Danny Wills, Jake Spooner. Yeah, Down the stuff. Line? All Down the oh, Line, down that's line. it. Yeah, yeah, I think I think there as so well. That rings
0: a bell. Jake Spooner was from... From yeah, from there yeah yeah. yeah. So, so so they all
1: that, they cruise by to visit Jake Spooner and they all go for a He was out there surfing yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Beautiful
2: place. Yes. yes, Jake Spooner, a former top Australian professional yeah, surfer
1: for yeah. the CT. Uh, younger members of our CT, audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mid 90s CT surfer. I was yeah.
0: a bit, bit starstruck with him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was Team Quicksilver. Yeah, he was amazing
0: yeah, surfer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was.
2: and, and yeah. he obviously spent that good ten months in in Australia and. When I met you, was, I think you'd been there for some a good six months or so. Yeah,
0: like I actually started off on the west coast and my yeah. first surf was down in Margaret River. That was, wow. you know, have, have your eyes open up to yeah. a whole world of hurt. Mm. Surfing a massive big point break in the middle of nowhere. Full of sharks. Full of sharks, <laughs> big waves, powerful, you know. Mm. But you're surfing, when I ran into I was
2: like, whoa, you've progressed quite significantly. And then, you know, that was obvious to me. And we, we spent some time travelling and the days before forecasts and spot guides. <laughs> Which we will come to. Uh, indeed. Um, I mean.
0: Yeah, but we went to places that we knew because we'd seen New them old. on. <laughs> we knew them. We knew where they were because we'd seen them on surf maps. I, had, yeah. I can remember having, clearly having a map of New South Wales in my bedroom and places ticking on going, I'm going to go there, Don't I'm going to go there, yeah, I'm yeah. going to go there. Yeah. And these, you know, like North Narrabeen places yeah. on the north coast of Sydney. Yeah. We surfed manly, we surfed. Mm. You know, we, we just literally jumped in a van and we drove like, and we saw the signpost, oh there, look, we're gonna go there, Avalon, oh yeah, we're definitely gonna go there, we just drove in. Because it was around that time that the film
2: Water Slaughter came yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, and again, it was an Australian production of all yeah. the best spots in Australia that were mm. highlighted. and yeah. That gave us a clue as to where these spots yeah. were.
0: That probably, yeah. That was probably a, a- followed that map. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> All the way up to Kira. Yeah. and <laughs> Well, Burley. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then later Indo. So then from there, then you-
0: Yes. I've done a, the the obligatory uh, tour of Indo. Uh, <laughs> had some, well, yeah, we had some good ways. We went on a, um, I think somebody stag do in Indo. Yes.
1: Did you know that? Yeah, it? That, was, that was me. So that's one of the sort of famous- Yeah welsh trips of all time really wasn't it
0: to the mentalities, yeah
1: that was Va- vawny drinking a beer <laughs> pulling into the channel yeah. it doesn't quite look as slick as slater does doing it well, it's vhs
2: then Tom. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah
0: it was um... and a, and a few uh, trips around bali as well yeah amazing place yeah i can't wait to go back maybe one day
1: yeah
2: but i would just throw this in we we Jamie, I, was, I mean, I've been very fortunate to travel with Jamie to multiple places around the world, including Bali and, and and Mentawis. But one of the things what struck me most that Jamie is an avid lover of the sea, surfing, and being warm and fishing. Your experience of being on a boat trip, Jamie,
0: with all your best mates? Yeah, uh, I didn't like it. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I found the whole. Uh, um, luxury surf travel experience, not quite for my liking, right. having been placed on the doorstep of a wave and not having to think about where you 're going to go how, you how you're going to get there all that kind of excitement that comes with mm. you know what happens if we go down this road that yeah. kind of thing and and don 't get me wrong, there was really good surf and we were there you know we had some good swells yeah. and it was and it was good waves, but I found myself, after a while, being bored. And I was thinking to myself, how can I be bored? You know, I've got this, these perfect ways, you know, to go. I don't even have to do anything. i jump over the side of the boat.
1: Is, is that why go. you're such a lover of Ireland and Caithness? Absolutely, yeah. Because of the fact that- 100%,
0: yeah. 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 But, you know, you, I, would, I don't want to like, um, dissuade anyone from doing the boat trip thing because, you know, do it. I mean it's amazing. The surf's amazing. Yeah. And it's an experience. The whole thing getting there. You know, it's like going on an adventure. But personally for me.
1: You'd I rather case fa- nest.
0: I'd rather be in the wilds of nowhere.
1: Yeah. The the is part of that, you know, the, the Scotland Island thing, all this like wind, tide, weather, you know, predicting everything and it's all a little bit trickier and these spots come and they go. That's that's obviously appealing to something that is very important for you within surfing, then, and and, and that <coughs>
2: solitude,
1: <laughs> and, and that starts with going as now. What do we mean by mature student? When you go to university, you go yeah. as a mature student. What, what are we talking? About? I was
0: twenty-four. Was that mature? Was I mature? That's a mature no. student.
1: Yeah. So so you're going, to, and and that's at Plymouth Uni, and this is to study ocean science. So so so. At that point, so you were Mario and your love of science to it. So I like
0: talk you through how I actually came about that. Yeah, please. So do, So I yeah. come back from Australia after you uh, came <laughs> over. About I think about three months later, after Fawn had been over, came back to Wales. Right, okay, so what do I do now? Okay, I gotta get a job because I need to start working. So I did a bit of I did a bit of work for a while. My sister was down in Plymouth Uni, obviously I got quite close to my sister, Natalie. Yeah. And uh, she was saying, oh, you know, come down, it's really good. And I was like, okay, might, might just go down to uni. So I literally rang the uni up uh, a week before and said, you know, is there any space I want to do this um, science course of like a year science thing? And they're like, yeah, come down. So like a week later, I was down. And that's of, it? And that was it.
1: You had A-levels though? Nope. So straight on? Yeah. Wow.
0: So it's like a, an extended science course, it was called. Yeah. So it was one year. Uh, you needed like English maths O level or whatever something like that so yeah I was on uh, so I did this course um, my sister was living with these Irish guys oh, yeah. absolute madmen. but one of the guys was doing ocean science and in amongst you know the, the booze and talking to this guy he showed me one of his uh, modules and it was called waves and tides you know that was like my <laughs> head blown I was like what? You can do this as a study. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't believe it. Mm. I was like, joking. He's like, no. And he showed me all the stuff he was doing. And then he showed me this other one. And I was just like, ah, oh, man, I'm definitely doing that. Yeah. So the next, so obviously doing this extended science, I enrolled then onto the ocean science degree, having not, having a clue that it even existed. Mm. And then um, got into it that way. And of course, you know, it's, it's everything that I hold as a passion. And I'm the nerd he loves all the numbers that come with it and yeah. all the science that comes comes with it.
1: And then of course you would have been working with Doctor Paul Russell. Yes. Or is he, he doctor Paul Russell yeah. and two time European surfing champion. Yeah. yeah.
0: Malcolm Finlay.
1: Malcolm Doc Malcolm? he's the one they call they call him yeah. the Doc, don't they? Yeah. yeah. So he's
0: Doctor Finley, yeah. Well, he's yeah. still competing, Malcolm Finlay. he's
2: yeah, uh, yeah. up in the Scottish this weekend, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Absolute great guy, Malcolm. He helped me loads down there. And um, Tony Butt. Tony Burt as well, another legend, yeah. He helped me loads as well, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Some big, name, big names out there,
0: yeah. The, uh, yeah. yeah. These are, they were not only as surfers influential, but you know, the, the calibre of minds that these guys had got and yeah. the willingness to share all the knowledge that they got. Smart guys. It's, yeah, it was, it was a, a privilege to be in amongst... Them and
2: rather if, than hanging around with me, yeah. <laughs> So that was it. You were like, I
1: don't want to be anything like him. Yeah, it's like this guy's dragging me down. I need to, I need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: from, like you said about the A levels, did have an A levels from a background that I've got. I've not, I just couldn't care less about school. Mm. You know, it just had no interest in it at all. I was good at maths. That was it. Um, to having, to flip that switch, to having the interest to do all these things. Mm. You know, it's, it's it's a weird how it happens like that. It it, it wasn't meant to happen. But it just did happen and I'm grateful that it did. Mm. And that time you were
2: there, obviously you, you, you met a few other characters. Um, <laughs> Lamaroy was there a lot of the time, Sam Lamaroy, obviously a, a, a one of yeah. the UK's best surfers, mm. and especially that time he was just starting to come into his, you know, his, 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 his you know, high point in terms of his surfing career. But you're also sharing a, a house um, with Rowan Entress, uh, from uh, your, your good friend, mm-hmm. now in California. But of course, Paul Evans. Yes. Um, and Paul Evans. And yeah. Paul Evans, who is now commentating mm-hmm. on the the WSL and uh, 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 and has run Surf so Europe mags- magazine yeah. amongst many other talents and and, and
0: things that he does. How
2: was it? How is it being with Evans? I know you're still really good friends.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's a it's a character. He's eccentric, really clever, like annoyingly clever and good at most things that he does. Yeah, a really, really good guy to hang around with. Loves surfing, loves going surfing. Um, same with all the guys I met down there. Um, Sam Lamaroy, Joel Gray,
1: does yeah. the Surf Solutions. He was John, John T. Tucker, you were...
0: John T. as well, yeah. Really good surfer, goofy foot. Um, he was, you know, only, we had a big crew of good surfers down there.
1: Yeah.
0: And all, you know... Uh, easy to get on with and like I think my standard surfing got even better been mm-hmm. hanging around with all those guys as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Well they, they say that Jonty is like a bit of a one-man crowd isn't he? And obviously it must have been quite competitive surfing with those guys and, and, and it's around about that time that things started to come together for you in the competition arena then was it?
2: Uh you
1: did the students. Yes. At so students you, so you're off. a mature student in uni, yeah. and then you're also a mature surf contest guy because you sort of haven't done the like the traditional, like go you know junior scene, youth no. cadets, under eighteen. No, and, uh, you know. I locally, I suppose.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I didn't know. I didn't really do it at all. I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't very good at it. That's the, the bottom line. Is I was. I got too nervous. I didn't like being in the heat. Hated it. But um, that changed. Uh, I just got. A bit more comfortable being, you know, in the water and and just enjoyed surfing more than anything. So I guess it kind of helps once the nerves go away. Uh, but yeah, I think the students, you've done the students. Yeah. I mean, you, you, go, you do like about a million heats. Yeah, you do, yeah. And the first ones, you know, no disrespect to anyone in there, the first ones are kind of like gimmies because the guys yeah. in there are not, maybe not, you know, that good at yeah. surfing. So you kind of... A lot
1: of guys down get, for the you crack You get into well, this. You I? do, you get... You,
0: you <laughs> get on a roll a little bit. Yeah, you
1: break your duck kind yeah. of thing, don't and,
0: you? And yeah, and I think just that alone helps, you know, settle the nerves and you kind of get into it. Hmm. And I did the students for a while,
1: well, uh, three well, years. What, what was your best result in the students?
0: Maybe a semi, yeah, possibly. I don't. Yeah, I don't recall that. I yeah. think maybe yeah. a semi, right. Um. Which is, you know, I say it like, I say it like that nonsense. But to be it was no exactly. no exactly it was Yeah, like, that, that's, at a, that's the time, avoiding, you know,
1: yeah. lots of banana skins. Yeah. yeah that, at, at the, the time,
0: time it was a, you know, it was an amazing achievement to me yeah. being a non-competitive surfer. It was yeah. like a, it was like whoa. Yeah, you know? Probably the most heat progressions of any event in the world yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I, I lot, think I was in um, lot of good surfers who could not win that event yeah, like, yeah, whatever they did, you know. I was in
0: heat number hundred and six, you? yeah. Uh, and even more annoying after being there all day on day one and you know what the nights are like out on the oh, students yeah. they're <laughs> yeah. quite big
1: Yeah.
0: it was going to be at 8 o'clock on the Saturday morning
1: Yeah.
0: because yeah. there was not enough time to run heat one in one day <laughs> so <laughs> I had to be down there at like 8 o'clock in that the morning three peaks as well yeah, yeah. three peaks all day wow. heat 106 yeah, really.
2: that's, that's an impressive heat count so Jamie obviously that competitive experience and that led on to you, you know, progressing on the Welsh scene in mm. terms of, you enter know, the Welsh nationals and you, you started to make inroads into the Welsh team and that in itself was, you know, what we <laughs> apart from the, and I know some of those results, but what were your highlights, Again, what were your competitive highlights? Is, is there particular moments, I know there's Welsh <laughs> team trips. And I'm, I'm just going to skip past the bit where you drove your mum and dad's car into the roundabout just outside Castle Martin, which is not a roundabout, it's actually an eight-foot uh, perimeter wall. Uh, uh, <laughs> hang on,
1: hang on, we don't skip things like that on Crest in partnership it's, with so yeah. I'm getting the signal from producer Dodd and Cameron, they're both going crazy with it. Coming in, crashing...
0: I, uh, I I tried to go round the roundabout the wrong way and click. Uh, come back, come oh, back. Sorry,
1: I know the roundabout. Yeah, so yeah. it's the one just before what used to be the blue it's chicken. It's a sheep. Yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you can go the wrong. You can yeah. go the wrong. Way. Only if you're racing yeah. with yeah. Mark I've... Psycho Griffiths from Porthcawl in his really yeah.
2: in his Nova XR two three point six eight injected. He, he was no, my, my first was... ever
1: lift to the Welsh. He was in an in a Escort XR three I. That's the one. White was it white? It was black, and oh. I was supposed to have a lift with Mike Schilling, and it was just as well because I think we got there about an hour and a half earlier than Schilling would have got there. And I remember him putting the Offspring album Smash on, and then like I, I tried oh. to talk to him, and he just didn't talk to me. He just, and, and it was like we nearly flew over a <laughs> hill yeah.
2: Well, let me tell you, if you had listened to the Offspring, there was no way we were. Years,
1: it was years before Jamie was driving. So, so, I you, was were the racing, so you were racing psycho. And you tried to cut that bend, did you? the this story's getting better by the second. Yeah,
0: I think I was in, I may have been in front and may have been, I thought, like, oh, I'll just go this way, thinking it'd be easier, but then <laughs> it didn't work out that way and I clipped the <laughs> curb and that was the end of that. Mm. I, I missed the wall, thank God, because, you know, I had people in the car. Yeah, Christ, yeah me, oh, yeah. and Chris Northrop. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> did you get to your heat? <sighs> I don't remember. I, I, I don't remember
2: uh, I remember the story but for now I think that's sufficient information <laughs> yeah. to incriminate you. Did we,
0: did, we did we make it to the water? of course we did
2: uh, <laughs> that, it was, uh, I, think, I believe it was the 1989 Welsh Nationals it was your parents car I, I seem to remember yeah, don't Ken tell Vaughan me. Uh, and his first uh, early yeah. days of sponsoring the Welsh Nationals back in 1989 bailing me out yeah bailing you out um, but uh, yeah right, it, was, a, it was a very eventful Welsh Nationals that year I, I think that might have <laughs> be been the first when I was down there well, yeah <laughs> It it was But But he was asking About highlights then Yeah So sorry That was a low light That was a low light (laughs) Highlights from Your Welsh Nationals I can remember
0: A funny one And I remember Saying to Mr Ian Cat Thompson Legend um, That I'd reached A certain age I think it was 28 Is that the age For a senior Senior yeah I remember telling him I was like Over 28 I was like That's it now Cat It's it's over I said I'm 28 now So I'm going to do The next one And uh, I actually beat him (laughs) <laughs> uh, I think I came second in it, in that one. I think it might've been the final. Of, in the seniors? Yeah, in yeah. the seniors. Uh, that was a highlight, because I remember laughing about that years later. Cat yeah. looking at me when I was telling him, obviously, and then going, what?
1: But you, you did win a seniors one year, I you? did win a
0: seniors, yes. yeah. Uh, I think it was 2004, actually. Right, rings a bell. 2004, yeah. I was in a heat with Nick Swinnerton. Think cat
1: oh. might have been in there as well. Oh, that's a proper loaded one there.
0: Yeah, and who else is in there? Can't remember. I had some wise words given to me before I went out in that heat from a guy sitting to my right. And he said, You wanna be down there on those left, you do bateman? <laughs> Forget going out there on those rights, it was on middle bay, so the yeah. rights were not quite. Oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah. The tide wasn't yeah. up enough. He said, You wanna be down there on those left?
1: As long as you can paddle back to them again. Yeah,
0: so my first way was a left, and it turned out it was quite a good one, but that bit of confidence from having that good wave yeah. set me on the on the. have to win that heat yeah. then. Had a good wave at the end, big right, and that was the end of that. And the world's
2: champion. Yeah, and I remember that because I was I was out. It was it, right. It was 2004, so I, I was wasn't competing because I was out with my knee up, and the it was. Uh, that's why I would have been offering a, a, advice, but just before <laughs> that year. Uh, just going back a little bit, I mean, obviously you did a couple of Europeans with the Welsh team. There was the 99 trip to Praia Grande in uh, Portugal, which was an incredible trip. With uh, Basically, the Welsh team consisted of basically mostly Lantwet surfers. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> there was the 2003 Gran Canaria Championship, where you were literally... That's uh, um, That's not a, a, that's heat- not a highlight. I know, but it's, I think it's important that people understand the calibre of Jamie surfing because, you know, I've, I've witnessed this and, and, and Jamie's very modest about his own surfing and that he was a, sl- <laughs> a, a slow starter, but he, he's continued on an upward trajectory since and that having watched him in 99 give Didier, PTA, Boris La a <laughs> real run in pumping, pumping Prairie Grand, five, six foot... Yeah and had those boys on the ropes until yeah, the last taxi minute. Yeah, was on the CT, yeah, uh, shortly before that, yeah. <laughs> and just to narrowly miss out to a Welshman, basically we rolled out the, the bar that was halfway down the hill yeah. onto uh, on the way to that event. But in 2003, pra- um, in, sorry, Gran Canaria, and I forget the beach's name, but it was
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> Talk us through C- that. that
0: hint,
2: something like that. Or Lassinas yeah. or something. Just yeah. around the corner from the big, the really good
0: right. Yeah, on, I, was in the, shore, the, I was in the Seniors? I think. I wasn't in the open. No, senior, yeah. I wasn't a senior. I was not a seniors, wasn't I? Yeah, so I was in the seniors. Nervous start, as usual, got a few ways. And this is like in the first heat, just squeaked through the rapper charts. I was having a bit of a shocker. Mm-hmm. And then they sent us out on this little peak um, for maybe the quarters or the semis, I don't know. It the semi-final. Semi-final, it was yeah. four to five foot. Uh, <laughs> and, it, and this little peak just lit up. And it was, I just, again, I had a good... A little nervous first wave, but a good turn, and that set, you know, and I got the confidence going. And I started surfing then, like actually trying to surf rather than not trying to fall off, which is usually the case. Um, <laughs> so I had a good, really good heat, and I was way, way in the lead, and then got a double interference with this guy. I paddled, paddled this wave with my confidence up, thinking, well, this is my wave, and he took off as well at the same time. Actually, no, I think they gave the interference against me. But oh, we, so we stood up at the same time. So it
1: was an A-frame and you went across yes, each other? Yes, yeah. we went across each other. It was one of those,
2: as onlookers, and I'll never forget this, so I stood next to Herbie, and you can imagine his reaction, because Jamie was caning the heat, OK? It, literally, it was as one-sided a heat as you could imagine to get to a European final. Yeah. And we were just stood on a beach like, in like, yippee! Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> couldn't believe it, like, yes! Come Amber. Come exactly that. And Herbie was... Glow in with pride. And then <laughs> with like just a few minutes ago, Jamie stood at the bottom of this four or five foot wave, looking at his competitor in the face, and then kind of went, like, what are you doing? As if to <laughs> say this is my wave, my heat. And that European final was was robbed from you. And 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 I, I really feel that you deserved that European final yes.
0: purely based on yourself. I learned I learned from that. that. I learned from that. You never switch it off, like you never switch off. you're in a heat and you and you and you want to win you know obviously you don't you know if you don't care you don't care but if you you really want to win then you concentrate until the buzzer goes at the end yeah because I just took my my my, my mind had gone at that point because I was winning and I was having such a good surf I just so wanted yeah, to go surfing yeah you were just and, having a surf yeah, yeah.
2: So you know what, it's funny that you should say that and digressing ever so slightly but uh, if you anyone had watched Chlewellyn, uh Sponge Williams and Sorry to bring uh, yeah, this up sponge. Yeah, no, no, no yeah. Similar in, thing. In Pismo very recently, yeah. World title. World title. Gold medal in the bag. few minutes left. World with title. With in it, and that excitement was obviously cursing through his veins of and yeah. having the heat of his life, yeah. and yeah, just made that, that switched
1: off for a yeah. second.
0: He was probably having such a good heat that he just yeah, forgot he, he was forgot. I remember when it. <laughs> I remember
1: when it used to matter, in a Welsh one year, Nick Swinnerton catching a full backhand barrel at Middle Bay coming out and doing a floater and landing and it was his 11th wave oh god <laughs> <laughs> so that was where there was a 10 wave <laughs> oh, I'll be Welsh <laughs> champion then <laughs> and uh, yeah um, uh, but you are saying you've learned from it because actually it would have been an amazing achievement European final great you know but we, we look forward instead of back right and you did look forward and uh, I would argue that some of your recent achievements in surfing you know are, are themselves massive achievements because you have become essentially unbeatable <laughs> in Lantwit and, and, mm. and the Channel Coast have you know held that big club championships where they did this Decades. horrible dastardly thing that they do where they try and coach all these like surfers from around Wales to come and join the Channel Coast instead <laughs> of like instead of their local clubs you know yeah, yeah
2: i still waiting for Kelly's
1: enrolled. Yeah, and so so and so, so you, had, you know so all these guys were enrolled, come and surf, you know, and and, uh, and and it was a field that could have easily been the Welsh, and this is in the day and age when, you know, aerials are in play and there are 19-year-old youngsters in and all this kind of thing and rippers yeah. and you know logans in the event and all that and uh, and who took it and who <laughs> took it down?
0: Yeah, a 40, well almost 50-year-old. <laughs> Yeah.
1: but in good surf and in a point break like nobody can, can nobody can say yeah. you know oh I got stuck in the rip or he was sitting on the right peak and I was on the wrong peak you know you're talking about solid three foot four foot A frames everyone gets their chance yeah that, you could just as easily have done it in a wave pool and, and you know you went pound went <laughs> for pound with them
0: I think the, the first one I say that uh, first the
1: one. first one. <laughs> Honestly, oh, yeah, and, a, and it wasn't just dropping?
2: the open, it's the masters <laughs> they, they, as well. They're keep keep dropping out of his pockets. Yeah? Uh, literally, if you try and prize him out of him, it's <laughs> impossible. He it was the on f- a mission. The first
0: one was on the left, um, which anyone knows Lanter, land is a right. <laughs> um, yeah, left hand side of the beach. And on uh, yeah. an natural foot, so kind of inclined to surf it. Um, and it was actually quite good. And it's one of the, again, one of those, one of those um, contests where you get on a bit of a roll. Right. The more heats you, you go through, the better you, the better you get, the better you get. And as Mark said, as we, we hold this um, Legends uh, category in um, Lantern as well, over 45s. Right. So uh, literally, Do you? I literally.
2: I wasn't aware of them, far too young.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you won it last year. Oh. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> um, so we uh, actually had semi final of the Legends. Semi final the open, final, final all on the left in back to back. And I, I surfed like right through. Getting out and running up. Getting out and running around, getting yeah. out and running around. Yeah. The only way I could probably do it. To save the arms, wearing boots, running around. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and it, and it was one of those things where you just, you get on a roll and you just, you can't, you, I, I said it earlier, it's like you start actually trying to surf rather than trying not to fall off. Yeah, I think we all, we all get there in a the sea where we're we're just basically you know hoping for dear life we don't fall off. But then sometimes a fl- uh, switch flips and you're like, yeah. oh. I'm actually trying to surf that. And that was one of those occasions. The second one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, that's uh, time for uh, time for a break. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: the legends final was hilarious because it was the the tide had just come in. It was on the the tide had come in at It was on the point. Again, I'd been in the semi-final of the open, previous, so I was all warmed up, uh, and I stayed out there for the heat because I had the same colour vest on. They let me stay out for the, for the uh, Didn't final. Didn't come in and change it? Uh, <laughs> what colour was it? I can't
1: remember. <laughs> Probably red. <No. laughs> so you haven't had to fight Owen for the red vest? No, 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 no. No, no, We don't have that. It's just those issues in Lantern. You'll wear the colour you're given, <laughs> so, yeah.
0: so I'm out there on my own, on the point, it's good, nice way It's like three foot. It's clean. Mm-hmm. There's no wind. And it's nice. It's kind of it's a little bit backy you when the tide comes in. Yeah. Where's everybody else? Looking around, nobody <laughs> oh, around. <yes>. Nobody <laughs> around. And then I hear that. You know, get on with it. Yeah. Well, and then straight away set comes in. Boom. I have, have that. It was a bit of a right. I went I went all the way down. Kind of probably a bit too far because it's obviously got the current to deal yeah, with. Yeah. Yeah. Still knowing around. I just thought, right. And then I kind of turned around and thought, oh, maybe I should go in and see what's going on. And then I just sort of set break, and I was like, nah, sod that. I'm out Keep there. Paddle back out, so I steamrolled back out. Got back out there. I had about three or four really good lefts. Nobody around. Didn't see a soul. I was on my own, and I was thinking, you know. And then I heard the hoot would go, so I came in. And it turned out the other guys had um, gone down to surf uh, the smaller wave, just down on the ledges, which yeah. is a little bit further down. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what, why they went down there and didn't really care to be honest because I, I just had the whole heat to myself. That's amazing. Basically,
2: as an onlooker,
1: <laughs> I <laughs> was playing hell down? with the other three guys. And, get out there! Why, why, would you, why would you go and surf down there then instead of... Which if is we're exa- talking high tide. Yeah. I mean, you can get... If you're like Mason Ho or something, then you can get barreled and come out and walk uh, up the it rocks. It wasn't one of those sessions. It was I mean,
2: to be fair, three of them had only served Lantip probably twice as long as Jamie, so I don't know why they had local knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It was, uh, yes, it was a, an event. And to, I'd say, that, uh, although it's a club event, for the Channel Coast has some fantastic surfers. Logan yeah. is obviously a part of that, Nathan Phillips, uh, and many other very very talented surfers especially mm. on the local spot.
1: So uh, yeah, quite a quite an achievement to win those events uh, back I, and back. I was going to ask you about some of those bigger, you know, having smoked most of them in a Channel Coast Classic recently. What's your take on the young up and coming crop of Welsh rippers uh who who do now have a dry goch next to their yes. names on the and WSL ratings. Correct, yeah. Correctly aligned. Yeah. Correctly aligned, yeah, yeah, with the right flag on the WSL.
0: Which looks amazing. Yeah. I must add. I saw that today. Yeah. Um, they, well, i tell you what it does. When I'm in the sea and I if they're out there and or I'm paddled out or they paddle out, it makes you try so much harder. 100%. Yeah. Because they're just, they, they look like they've taken like a million expressos, and mm. they move so much faster than me. You and... are 50. I <laughs> know, <laughs> and, and they, they paddle much fat, harder than me and they're doing surfing that I can't do, but it makes you try so much harder and it gives you that little adrenaline
1: rush to- Who do you rate and what have they got to do to sort of break through that next sort of level of achievement for well surfing?
0: Uh, so we've got Logan and Pat and Seth, um, I don't know all the kids that surf in Wales. I'm sorry. I do judge you all, but I don't remember your names if I've forgotten anywhere, and I apologise. That but makes you impartial, Jamie, which yeah, makes yeah. you an excellent yeah. judge. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so let's so let's call them red and white. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's it. But obviously, died, Logan yeah. and Pat surf with uh, on more occasions than anyone else. So yeah, because uh, they travel around. Yeah, around they do they, come yeah. to to a lot. Uh, Logan has got a, you know he's got a fantastic, amazing style. Um, he like. He's just got so much energy in the water, rips, and I try and surf like him when I'm in the water.
2: No. Well, ironically,
0: <laughs> Logan,
2: maybe unbeknown to you, tries to surf like you. So uh, I, I have those conversations on the phone. He's like, well, if I just put on the rail, I, what if I'm having to do this? And I put my hand there. Well, I look like Bateman. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> keep trying. Uh, so, and
0: then Pat, obviously, Pat is, you know, he surfs like 100 miles an hour. I mean, I don't know what he eats, but my God, he's just all yeah. over the place. And he, and he surfs really well and he surfs, you know, good in all sorts of ways, he does like all these weird aerial things, well, I don't know what they are, um, like in bigger waves as well, and he's got some, you know, he's doing well, he's, he's in these QS events and it and to these guys yeah. that are, you know, these well-known names. Um, what are they got to do to progress further? I think they've, I think the more heats they surf and the more confidence they get, I think that will, you know... As,
1: as you have proved, James. Yeah,
0: I think the more the more confidence you get. It's a mind game, isn't it? So, do you think
1: it's heat? Do you think it's heat time that they need then? Because Vaughn and I have debated this before on this show, and we've we've sort of wondered whether what they need is. But a yeah, month, but that, can go, in that can go both wide.
0: ways, can it? Because if you lose, if you get on a roll and you're losing, then your confidence goes, and yeah. you can't you can't break. If you you need to have a role where you're winning, and then that breeds success in itself. And I think. The more they do, obviously, you know, it sounds stupid. The more you do, the better you get. But you know, they're doing all the right things. They're, they're perfect role models. They don't. They're not like we were when we, we were younger. We were just like uh, you know, we would go surfing and, and then we would go you and know have go, a nice time. We would know, go out a great time. You know, we yeah. go down to Temu or wherever for the we weekend and we would have a West damn good time. Mayor. Yeah,
2: we did train, but we trained, served, and then yeah. did other training. I didn't do. Any, I didn't do any training. did you? No, I did. No. I
0: did. <laughs> But yeah, they're doing all the right things. You know, they're keeping themselves fit. You know, they keep keep themselves clean and healthy and they're doing all the right things. So it can only go Mm. the right way. You know, if they carry on doing what they're doing. They give themselves every opportunity. Yeah, exactly. That's the best way to do it. One last thing. No
1: Before before Vaughnie asks you a few questions about what the surf's doing, I I, I want to ask you one other thing. Um, You were in what I believe to be arguably one of the best surf shots in Wales ever and definitely the best surf shot ever taken in the Vale although actually since it was the (laughs) other side of the Ogmore River, it was actually technically, technically taken in Porthcawl. That's correct. It's the divide.
0: Um, I think it technically was taken in the Bridgend County. In Bridgend County, yeah. yeah so, which is Port so yeah, you because
1: know, there was a great argument in lockdown. You know, when uh, when few it's of the,
0: To be honest, who, who I like the way you're
1: going to with this. There or who was it? You're out of county. Yeah. Yes. But a few of the boys had driven from Porthcawl to Ogmore River mouth, breaking lockdown to paddle back into their own county. <laughs> and so yes. was that you, Tom? I can neither confirm nor deny, uh, I was, I was, yeah, <laughs> the other side of the, yeah. yeah, there's a man looking at the floor over there, and his name's Producer Dodd, but uh, the, um, this shot, Peter Price took it? Yes,
0: Peter Price. You remember it? I remember it, yeah, Because well. I
1: remember looking at it, and I was like, it looks like it's Ogmore. But it was like- But it doesn't look like it's up well, does it? It looked like the same time I know. You know, it was like an in, insane, insane pit. Yeah. And Vaughn, remembers that morning because yeah. he didn't go in. Didn't go. <laughs> not going there, it's rubbish. Tell yeah. us about that that wave. I saw the swell come up um, and I was
0: like, okay, this there's quite a bit of size to this. It's not huge, but there's a big tide. I've got to be in a meeting in Swindon at one <laughs> o'clock. <1:00. laughs> Right, so it's one of those. So yeah, th-
1: oh, it is a no-brainer, yeah, for you I'm, guys. I've here. got to, Swindon branch, eh? Hey? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be in a meeting.
0: I've got to get, i got to get and I've got to get a lift to Swindon to go and see my, the my boss. i have got to go see the Swindon. <laughs> yeah. the com- uh, customer in Swindon. Got to talk to him about some computer program that I knew nothing about. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to drive to uh, and go surfing in the morning.
1: At this particular high tide spot that. At this, We've sort of at this place, linked, right?
0: yeah. yeah. At this place, and and then I'm gonna drive to the, to the office and agenda, and then go to Swindon, right. shower in the office, and on on the way. So that was the plan. Right. So, off, so I so jumped in the car. See so you on the way. Got there. It's a bit lumpy. I thought oh, uh, I'm gonna go in. It's, you know, it's, it'll be alright. I got like an hour, so I'm in there. So I have a couple of good waves, and then that wave like appeared, and I, I remember. Taken off on it. Did you know as you as, as it? as, yeah. paddle fret as I paddle for it, I was like, oh, come on, this looks all right. And then paddle for it, just didn't do anything. Just kind of nursed it down the line a little bit. It, I could see it drawing yeah, off. Yeah, so it
1: wasn't a takeoff. It, no. it seldom is there, isn't
0: it? No, it's, started drawing. I could see it drawing off all the um, the, the, the bottom there, the them. shingles, <laughs> yeah. And uh, and just put the arm in and stood there. And just got a great view. Um, came out... I, I think in the photo you can see I'm smiling. You are, yeah. I literally yeah. like, oh my God, yeah. You know, look at this. Came out, I think I had one more wave after that yeah. and probably just went mining <laughs> and uh, and that was it. It was time up, I had to go. So I got yeah. out and then I saw Pete Price at the top. I was like, oh hi, Pete. Didn't realize you were here. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, had the penny oh, I some some
1: photos. <laughs> yeah. Had the penny dropped at <laughs> this point.
0: And he said, oh, I got, I, I got one good one of you. And I was like, oh, okay, brilliant. Um, and, of course, he's got a little camera at the time with a big yeah, lens. Yeah. And I was like, I oh, mean, I've got to go. I'm late. So, this is, you know, the, the meeting is off I go. Anyway, so that was it. And then I think literally like 20 minutes into this meeting, I get an email. I think it might have been from him with a little thumbnail. Yes. <laughs> a picture. Like, you couldn't enlarge it or anything. It was just like a screenshot of a screenshot of a screenshot. And then I was looking at it going, what? I can't believe it. That's my wave I Oh man, it's like literally like that big on it's, my it's
1: sand spit in Virginia. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and then, um, like ages later, I didn't see the photo for yeah. a long time and then yeah. it popped up somewhere. And then uh, no, it was
1: magic seaweed, I think it first showed up. Uh, it, magic seaweed, yeah. and I think did it make create
2: Some... the pages of print or
0: I think it was in wavelength, but a drawn back view of it. Yes, full like, sort of drawn back view of it. So yeah, that's that's that story of that wave. That and I don't think I've had a wave like that there since. And that was, I don't, I don't think
1: anyone's ever had a wave like that <laughs> before <laughs> no. or since. Wave, yeah. yeah, the best wave that's ever broken
2: uh, in, in the River Mouth. But. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, and the best thing about that is it's still not the best shot in the veil because it wasn't even in the veil. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no. Oh yeah, that's true. I did start by, I introduced it as the best shot. You did. Best yeah. shot in Virgin County. Cam- well, you don't get good surf shots in the veil, do you? Virgen County, Cam- yeah. no. So basically, Jane, you've had that great
2: shot. And now it comes to another question: good or bad? What's the surf going to be like this Easter, James? Can you tell me, please, please, please? Can you tell me, James, James, Jamie, What's it going to be like? Where do I go? <laughs> I could tell you, but you're not a premium subscriber. Now, <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I am a premium subscriber. The reason I ask this question, of course, is because Jamie Bateman, aka Jeff, is an official, paid-up Surfline
1: forecaster.
0: Yeah, I am. And I'm very, very happy about and that. That must that sound
1: awesome. <laughs> I remember, I, I was, I, I don't know why, I was in Lantit, and I was waiting for a, a shop to open, was I maybe? Or something? I I, waiting for your pasties. Waiting for the pasties to cook. Yeah. In that, what was it? right, Bum- we've got to give them a plug. Bumblebee. Oh, my, what a great Humble- bakery. Humblebee. The, Humblebee oh, the Humblebee Bakery. The Humblebee, sorry, not Bumblebee, yeah. And I was waiting for, and, and I was waiting for That's sitting it. there with the kids, trying to stop them from playing in front of the bus or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you came around the corner. And you were like, oh, I'm uh, I just going for lunch in the pub. I just quit my job. I've just walked out of my job. I said, oh, good for you. Pandemic, you know, people have done a few crazy things, haven't they? Strong. <laughs> and then, and then I was like, oh, yeah, you, you won't be feeling like that in a week or two. And then, uh, and then you were like, no, no, I've quit my job because I've got a better job. I got a new job, yeah. And it was.
0: Uh, I got a job with Surfline uh, as a UK forecaster. And uh, I pretty much... I haven't stopped smiling since. Yeah.
1: yeah. So what, what yeah. So,
2: but how did you get obvious, it, yeah. James? I mean, the talk <laughs> us through, I mean, it wasn't just like, oh, is there a job? I'll apply. Got the job. It, there was a lot more to it than that, wasn't it? It, it was. It, it took a long process.
0: time, yeah. It was, it, it was about four or five years of um, pastoring him, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, it all started when a very good friend of mine, Liam O'Shea, uh, mentioned that he'd sat next to uh, Ross Garrett from uh, Surfline at the opening of Surf Snowdonia, which was how oh, many years ago was that? 2005. No, it's not. Oh, no. It 15, that, sorry. 15, I was going to say. I knew it ended in a five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> five, I was
2: like, oh, my God. What happened? 2015. <laughs>
0: <I'm sorry>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you just put another 10 years on me then Tom. I was like, my goodness. <laughs> <me."> <laughs> have we been here that long? <laughs>
0: my daughter oh, <laughs> <Yeah, 2015. laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. was anyway, born
2: sorry Jake 2015
0: and because uh, I was telling him you know that I'd love to do that yeah that'd be oh yeah I'd love to do that because r- as the Lambert boys know you know they have been pestering me for what's a surf gonna be like for well I don't know how many years 30 years well, you did study ocean science
2: so yeah. you've only got yourself to play yeah. and, and Gwyn was getting a bit unreliable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's been a long time Gwyn, right, yeah. in, Bright, the, yeah. in the local circles where I've been, you know, handing out uh, tips of information about yeah. uh, when's the surf going to be good and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, so um, Liam was like, oh, give this guy a shout, you know, what's, you know ask him, see, see, what's, see what's out there, see what's available. So I sent this guy an email, Ross. He got back to me Within like two or three days, and, and was super enthusiastic. Copping me in with a guy called Jonathan Warren, right? Who's a, <laughs> a, um, a forecaster, um, he's like the forecast manager for Oceana at the moment. Does like you know, Australia and you know, Tahiti, yeah. etc., all those and pipeline, yeah. he does yeah. Hawaii. All the spots on it, and he emailed back and he was super enthusiastic. I said, Look, you know, we haven't got anything available right now, but you know, send us some stuff, you know, we'll keep you up to date. And basically, I was in this like email back and forth with this with John for a few years, um, telling him, you know, where I'd been surfing, what you know, giving him just selling myself basically about what I knew about mm. waves and and. How they, you know, what what conditions were going to be like, and blah blah blah, all this stuff about wave noise that I knew. And and James, sorry to interrupt you. And and John was based where? John was based at the time in California. He was um, on the west coast of America. Yeah. Where where are you pitching in California? Uh, He was in Huntington. Right. The the head office in Huntington Beach. Huntington, California. the, The reason I mention that is, you know, you're
2: pitching yourself as a UK surfer in Wales and a very, very yeah. little known part of the yeah. surfing world yeah. to, you know, somebody who sat in the surf, surf City, USA. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but I'll go, I'll, that's a very good point, and I'll, I'll allude you, back John. to that. <laughs> uh, when I talk about um, the guys Geyser Surfline, I will, you know, I'll come on to that. So, yeah, I, I was passionate, basically, and, and because in my head it was like, you know, this is like a dream Job for me. You know, this is this is what I do as a hobby. You know, and if I can work doing yeah. that, and then you know, brilliant, amazing. So I, I did that, and then John called me one day. He said he said, "Oh look, I got some I got some work for you. Um, do you want to do some um, forecasting for um, the Canary Islands?" And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> why not? Yes, definitely." me in. What, what do you need me to do? And he said, "Oh, you know, talk me through what I need to do." So I started doing these occasional shifts um, whilst you know working full time, you know, and, and, a, and a family. I started doing a second job, doing these the surfline stuff,
1: which and, was, and the WSF, which and you the also WSF. To involved, yeah, right? the, the WSF. That's a full-time job. Yeah.
0: But like I said, for it was a hobby, you know. So so doing this forecasting, you know, it's just wow, it's amazing. So I, I did this, um, did these shifts in the Canaries. I did that for a year. Uh, just in the season, so it's just the winter season for the Canaries. They don't do the forecasting for the summer season. No. Did that for a couple of winters, uh, and then another phone call. Oh, can you do the Maldives? We, want, we need a forecasting for the Maldives for and the season in the Maldives, you know, which is obviously in the, the, the our summer. I was like, yeah, okay. So I was, you know, I was doing these, doing the Canaries in the winter, doing the Maldives. Did a bit of Indonesia, Bali, and the Mentawis. They asked me to do these various bits and pieces.
1: And this requires... You don't need to actually go there then. You're you, you calibrating this by what, what it looks like on cams against like... So you've got a surf report and then you're looking at what ULU's looks like on that surf report. Yeah, you, you, you start but you're, to build you're also
0: in. forecasting based on all the computer model data that's out there. So yeah. all, all the forecasting model data that's available, yeah. you put a picture together of what the surf's going to be like for the next um, week. And then you... you Put your personal stamp on it, what you think the waves are going to look like. Mm. When's it going to be, you know, the, the swell's going to peak? When's yeah. the swell going to drop? You yeah. know, when's yeah. the wind going to do this? You put this personal stamp on it. So even though I'm saying I'm doing the Maldives, you know, how the hell do you know what the surf's going to be like over there? Well, yeah. you know, waves are waves, doesn't matter where they are. But you've yeah. got to look at what direction the spots face in, which ones are wraparounds. And... Not necessarily. Right. Uh, I'll come back to that as well. If, if I if I'll come back okay. to the spot thing, uh, that's a, you know it's a contentious subject about forecasting um, spots. You don't do that. So you, basically, you're doing like a regional forecast. A regional, right. Yeah. Do you don't say you categorically do not mention spots in any surf forecasting right. ever? Yeah. You know that's the bottom line of surfline. It's like no.
1: And is that because you don't want to offend the people who surf those spots, or is it because it sort of runs the risk of your report not living up to expectation? Then? For the first
0: one, you know yeah. the, the, whatever people think about surf forecasting the surfline guys are all surfers they don't want bus loads of people turning up at spot X at 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Thursday because they said it was going to be good yeah. you know there's, there's, there's not that specific yeah. nature in it. you're doing a regional forecast
1: yeah.
0: this swell is coming it's going to hit at a certain time yeah. and like I say going, doing the Maldives or Indonesia you know it's ways of ways wherever they are on the planet they behave in the same way to a point you know there's yeah. obviously regional fluctuations but so yeah that, tides winds reefs yeah. breaches
2: all yeah. those different things and yeah. then contours and which way it faces, and wind direction that day so, so yeah so that,
0: that that kind of thing went on for for a while i was doing these working this full-time job in it which you know I, I enjoyed and i and i and i did it for like 16 years um longer than that probably and doing this um part-time surf forecasting obviously very enthusiastic about it, no doubt bore the shit out of most of my mates talking about <laughs> it.
1: Well, far from it, actually. Yeah, <laughs> so I, 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 I happily listened
0: to it. Yeah, yeah. and then I, was, I went down to Southampton to see my eldest daughter, Jessie, who lives down there. Um, it was in June last year. We'd been let out, I think, because lockdown kind of eased of course, and we were allowed yeah. to yeah. go. So, we, you know, we hadn't seen Jessie for, you know, however long, 18 months um, for various reasons, you know, COVID and what have you. And I was literally gonna walk out the door of the hotel um, to go and pick Jesse up to go to the bar. Um, the girls are all ready, my wife, Ginny, and my other daughter, Skye, they are all ready to go. You know, how long it takes women to get ready, you know? This was like, they were out the door. I
2: can't believe you just said
0: that. <laughs> we were like stepping out the door and my phone goes, uh, and it's John Warren. He's like, Hey, Jamie. And I'm like, hi. He goes, i oh, have you got a minute? I was like, oh, man, literally I'm, I'm at the door I'm, yeah. I'm down in Southampton. I am going to see my door. Uh, door, we're going, I said, can I call you back later? He goes, Oh, literally man, this won't take five minutes. And I was like, oh, okay, fine, fine. So he said, i oh, we'll do a zoom qu- quick, chat now. So I was like, oh, okay. I had my computer with me because I was working as yeah. well while I was down there. So there's a zoom chat with him. He goes, oh look, we got some, uh, there's some work coming and, uh, I want, to, I want you to do it and um, it's going to be a full-time gig and it's going to be doing the UK forecasting and then the world kind of went a bit weird after that and I started doing backflips around the uh, hotel room and high-fiving everywhere in the street in Southampton yeah. <laughs> just basically being <laughs> on cloud nine uh, and that was last year yeah 30 seconds later 40,
2: 40, 40, 40 <laughs> 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 look how many believe this yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: um, <laughs> and you write articles for them as well
0: yeah I do um, we do Uh, the content online and all the swell uh, analysis and um, historical swell analysis inbound swell analysis all the kind of meteorological nitty gritty The
1: the Camry wine stuff is that available in the UK now?
0: Camry wine is available yeah on Surfline premium membership My dad dad does (laughs) it
1: all the time because he lives very near to Malibu and he's like you know Basically, whenever he catches a good one in Malibu, he looks at his watch yeah. and then that evening then he sends send it back and he, he always, he's, it's always a cranny phone footage. He's like, well, look at this camera, you wind up, here I am, you find his way. I Yeah, but apparently some of the watches now, I got this, this, this watch here and one of them syncs to the
0: Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say that the, the technology now is you can synchronize your phone so the camera knows you're in the water and it will follow you along.
2: Well, is that why the cams move all the time when I'm trying to watch them uh, see what the waves are like, I can yeah. keep still!
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know, you you know, know I, that. I'm not a technical uh, on that a lot, but there's a lot of, a lot of um, resource and a
1: lot of technology going into that at the moment. Yeah. It's big. D- just, just reminding me, right, there used to be a rumour in Portugal that the magic seaweed cam was always moving from the middle of West Bay to film the rocks because it was you. Sitting at work, <laughs> doing it to, to sabotage people—is that true? No, I wish I could. If, if I knew it
2: could move, uh, no, it that's wasn't.
1: You know, it used to be. If you watch it for more than ten seconds, it moves to film the rocks. It's Vani's. Not if you work, pay premium work. membership, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's not the. No, this is surfline. You know, uh, yes, yeah, true, now, true. Yeah. Well, where else would you? Is go there a rivalry? Or, you know, is 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 there a sort of? You know, do you know the the seaweed guys and sort of? You know. Would you would you sit at some sort of conference together and, and shake hands? I'll or? let
0: you into a little secret, Tom. Go on. I like no magic seed. Oh, um, all right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so not anymore. <laughs> a little secret, <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. So they, yeah.
0: Oh wow. So no, we work with the magic seed guys all the time. Right. We, we do all. That's the...
1: a very recent acquisition, though, Jim. It so was, not, yeah, is, yeah. It's public the last
0: few years, yeah, yeah. yeah. We do a lot, I do a lot of work oh, with the so Magic guys. Oh, so those original guys,
1: I'm trying to think. I knew, I knew one of the Magic Seaweed guys quite well in the beginning. Ed, Ed Tempoli. He must I be looking at his name. I remember his name, yeah. It was him and a guy called Ben know. who'd founded it.
0: Yeah, it? the, the uh, Ben Freeston who founded Magic F- yeah, Seaweed. Yeah, that's it, yeah. He's now um, like the uh, um, vice president of product at Surfline. Oh, so right. there's a lot of the innovations of all the um, okay. right all the product innovations.
2: So that house in Plymouth from the uni days... Paul Evans is now calling the w s l you are on your way to so forecasting fine. the w s l yeah quite a little achievement for those little early uni days
0: yeah
2: um, <laughs> and now you're even receiving emails from the w s l it's in the athletes and the coaches and managers to say, point us in the right direction to get our
1: next clips video et
0: cetera and you like, do that?
1: so you you do that then you so you. Tell someone where to go. Uh,
0: con- for the competition wise, for the contests, um, Surfline do uh, forecasts for WSL. Yeah,
1: yeah. They always do because because when you want to yeah. know where, if it's going to be on right now, you look it up. You yeah. go yeah. Yeah. Surfline so, forecast, and I Google. I forecast. just Google Surfline Rip Curl Pro, and then I know. Then yeah. like I can plan which evenings yeah. I'm going to watch exactly. The WSL. I do. <laughs> and they're right, aren't they? You know, they'll say like, you know, okay. Although, again, the
2: wonderful thing about our sport and surf forecasting, and yeah. Jane will know this from the amount of times I've been, what's it going to be like tomorrow? And it's like, it was two foot, you said it was going to be three, or it's three foot, you yeah, said yeah, it was yeah. going to be one. Is <laughs> that Bells, a week ago, they were calling, it's going to be rubbish.
1: Yeah. And that yesterday and
2: now was really good. fairly pumping. Yeah.
0: Um, oh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the ocean is so, you know, a dynamic situation changes every day. Yeah. You know, you can, you can do a week forecast and it's utterly meaningless a day later. But are there any charts where you're like,
2: you know what, given the this way in which things are moving and things are happening, that this is a fairly static chart? The, 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 the events that are going to unfold in terms of waves over this particular area are going to be you know, pretty much set in stone for the next week? 10 days, is that about as far as it can go out? I mean, obviously there there are,
0: you know, it goes from one end of the scale to the other, you know, you can do like a week forecast and it all comes to fruition and everything's like, you know, as the models, you know, it's just a a model at the end of the day. It's not, you know, it's not exactly what's going to happen. It's a computer model based on mathematical equations that is trying to predict, you know, a a, a chaos
1: But that's actually what your brain does when it's catching a ball. Exactly. (laughs) It, it, it's just, exactly. you know, the thousands of times he's it, caught a ball yeah. before from different A ways. billion it calculations. Yeah. It does the maths and it catches that unique yeah. ball. If your hand's doing a billion... And head. <laughs> your hand.
2: <laughs> how many have I had? <laughs> if your head's doing a billion calculations when you're catching a ball, God knows how many my head's doing when I'm trying to kick a ball. <laughs> Don't you yeah, <he> yeah. see
0: <laughs> Yeah. It's doing yeah. about one or two of Oh, uh,
2: goodness
1: <laughs> me. Anyway, sorry,
2: digress there for a
1: second. So, so you, you're hearing from... So you know, come on, your email inbox. and, you know who's, who's in. You know who's in your. Like we'd on. be excited Data to hear your email. Top. And you know <laughs> your email buddy. Who are you pen pals with? That... Um, I'm not Mark Vaughan, Yeah, <laughs> number one. See, but,
0: um, no, I mean, I'm not. I'm not pen pals with anyone. Um, but <laughs> the 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 job will entail that. Um, surfers that get paid to go surfing want to be places where they know it's going to be good and they will um, do all they can to get that information and Surfline does that with obviously the WSL um, forecasting but obviously you can do it with um, you get uh, content that goes out on Surfline where Guys go to trips to certain places and they do forecasting for that so those guys are on mm-hmm. on the right trip yeah. a, a recent example um was um northwest island um last winter just yeah. gone and there was a massive there was a massive swell coming and it's one of the, like one a of mallow, the yeah uh one of the days when Nazareth is you know they got the red light for the yeah. green light for one of the tow contests you know yeah. when it there's a huge like northwest swell coming, um, west north west swell, and then you get all this like everyone goes mad. Nazareth's on. It's going to be like you know eighty foot, whatever it is, stupid amount. Um, you know the WSL got a, a tow contest on, and then someone pings you. What's island? What's island going to be like? And then so all this all's going on about Nazare, and you look, you know, you look at island, you think, oh Jesus, it's going to be massive. And then the guys, you know, they want to go tow, uh, you know, those big spots. They're asking, you know, what your opinion is on what it's going to be like. They know, they know what it's going to be like. You know, they live there, they surf it, they breathe. You know, live and breathe at those big waves. But they value your opinion based on, you know, your information that you can give them on those days. And and I've done that for, I did that for that um, one of the um, tow days out. In uh, on that ridiculous slab in Northwest Island, and the forecast was good. You know the models predicted what the models were predicting turned out to be you know fair you know good a good take on reality on that day and it was huge like twenty thirty foot whatever forty foot clean you know offshore the guys were getting like stand up barrels.
1: So when these guys like you know uh, is it Conor McGuire, or you know, they they get these these pits, and they always say, "Oh, you know, look, the guy who whipped me in has got to take some credit, <laughs> for this. but now it's the guy who, who dialed you in as well." Well, especially if you trip, you know flown thousands of miles. So the team is like it's widening too. to you know yeah a, 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 an office yeah and and, in and major
0: yeah and and, and you know the content you see online, you know, it's amazing The pick the footage, you know, there's, there's a lot goes into getting that content yeah. to you as a user. Yeah. And, and surfers lap lapping up. They love it. The big wave stuff, you know, it's amazing yeah. to watch. Even a non-surfer can relate to yeah. looking at that.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah it's Netflix a big, you know, it's a big thing. Isn't there, and, yeah.
0: and you're right, what you said, you know, a lot of, it's a lot of time and a lot of money, you know, huge safety teams, all that. They're not going to just rock up there on any given day, yeah, without that won't. basic information that that swell is coming, it's yeah. significant. And you know, local conditions are going to play and ball. And a so and, and sorry, I was just going to say, it, what
2: a notoriously difficult part of the world to forecast. Oh goodness me, yeah. In terms of you know, yeah. just the United Kingdom in yeah. that sense, and yeah. an and, and island, yeah. that particular patch of uh, of the world Absolutely. is there's no trades. Well, uh, apart from it's windy,
1: often. Yeah. <laughs> so. and, and, and if it moves a couple of degrees, yeah. a spot goes from firing to blown out. And yeah. Yeah. Exactly, which we all live and love and understand because we yeah. surf
2: in, in this, this part of the world. But you take someone like uh, Nick Von uh, Rupp, yeah. uh, who's, yeah. you know, there's so much footage of him studying the charts and, yeah. and those caliber, that caliber of surfer who's constantly traveling.
1: Have you, um, have you helped Dylan Graves? You know, the guy who does the weird waves? No. <laughs> he, you know, how does yeah. he find those? You know, he's, he's really, yeah, some of those ways he finds. Yeah, there's some of them are off boats. Yeah, boats <laughs> no, not, not the, even the BC, that. wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, and you're going to Huntington Beach, though. You, you said you were going to come for that. You're going to go to Huntington Beach soon to.
0: Yes, have been very fortunate enough to. We're, we're going out to California um, next month in May for a team get together to get to meet all the forecasters. I haven't met them in person yet, so I'm. Oh. Barely... So
1: uh, this will be going out first Tuesday of May, so uh, you might be uh, some plane listening for you on the plane Yeah,
0: I will be, uh, I'll hopefully get a surfing in uh, Southern California never yeah. been, so yeah, I'm very excited about that. I'd like to hope so, And might think it'll be
1: top of the agenda. I'm <laughs> going to meet them all yeah. yeah, and thank them all as well
0: for letting me have a job.
1: Now we are, you know the, uh, we're, the, we're the public service broadcasting we're the, we're the Radio 4 of, uh, of Welsh surfing, right, and we like plurality of debate and right to reply and all of this so it would be remiss of us not to put directly to you. I'm trying to sound like Nick Robinson here now. You're know, on the Today <laughs> programme, Mr. Bateman. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, can't, I can't do this. You do it. You got it. I'm not sure I can do Nick Robinson,
2: way. but I tell you what. I am going to come to is the outrageous remarks made by uh, what many people see as a Welsh legend, Paul Gill. Uh, on the show, oh, it does say outrageous
1: there. That's an adjective. It's not. Yes. this is biased reporting.
2: Um, right. It's an outrage. As far as I'm concerned, I'm being <laughs> impartial. <laughs> but uh, as as a friend to both um, uh, of Paul and Mr. Bateman, he, Paul made the uh, outrageous accusation that I think. Can we? I think producer Dodd's going to cue it ca- up. Can we, can go we, go can we, we, we play will, it? We'll cut it in right now. Okay.
0: He wanted to get me it eventually to be a surf forecaster mm. guide a bit mm. like these people who sell their souls for you know they work for
1: Surfline and places like that um and give all the spots away and hype up the swells that's not what surfing's about it's not surf is about hyping up swells
0: mm.
1: which i saw a magic seaweed i already monitor them to see what the
0: you know what they've found recently what they've mm. just discovered and uh, they they seem to want to guide everyone to the spot so they can't be surfers these people mm. involved in this
1: mm.
0: that's right. that's all I can see but uh, somebody recently has just found, landed the dream job of uh, telling everyone you know where it's going to be on and when it's on <laughs> I think he lives down uh, down your way <laughs>
1: Yeah, well we we, we do, we, Dream do job. We, we do a right to reply service on this. So uh, so we'll, uh, we'll That's a it's a traitor's job. <laughs> and you <laughs> heard it here. Yeah, yeah. I
2: think Jamie having listened to that, you have, you certainly have the right to reply and you have certainly earned the the right to reply. So your response to the Gill's accusations, please. <laughs> uh shocked. <laughs> now Disappointed, I prefer to Yeah, mean. disappointed.
0: <laughs> uh, I will start with, I understand uh, the passion that everyone feels about surfing. You know, I've been a surfer for a long time. I get it. I understand. Um, but as I said earlier, um, Surfline never mentions spots in any surf forecasting ever mm-hmm. on a human forecast. And I will never do that. Um, So he's wrong on that respect. I I will not send anyone anywhere. So point one, he's uh, wrong on in terms of pointing people
2: to surf spots. Yeah. His second accusation, uh, accusation, sorry, uh, was that uh, these people can't be surfers.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I think I am. I try. I definitely am a surfer.
2: Well. If you just, on the basis of your description of your Mentawi trip and the fact that it didn't have enough exploration for you, then I think that certainly deems you as a surfer. Do you know
1: what I find interesting about this? In the purest form. Is that yourself and the girl, you, one thing you have in common, both of you, is that your your guys who've got a reputation for being like somebody to ask, you know, what's the surf like, where to go. You know, there's the, there, there was the sort of. The legend, still, you know, if, if, if the gill shows up, you're surfing the best waves in Wales. Um, and, and, you know, he many, many, many times, you know, I've been in one place in Wales I don't know as well. And I say to the gill, you know, oh, what if I drive down back? you know, And he'll tell me and, 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 I'll, and I'll follow his and I'll get it right, you know. And, uh, and he gets it right. He's got a reputation for being a, a forecaster himself, hasn't he? I think so. I mean, uh, to defend Jamie one step further,
2: Mr. Gill is that he has been selling photographs, exposing spots for decades. Oh, the Gill, uh, the uh, and in you know, in the not just the UK media and exposing these news spots without names, of course. Yeah. Uh, and I have been the beneficiary of some of his photos, so thank you very much. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, but I think, I think, yeah. I mean, look, there's two sides to this forecasting thing. Um, and, and firstly. I often phone the Gill because I'm like, I'm, gonna, I'm looking at this specific spot and the knowledge someone like uh, the Gill has I mean, developed. And, but uh, then
1: Jeff's, Jeff's like that as well.
2: Yeah, but the Gill has specific knowledge to specific locations that he's yeah. put decades and decades of time into. Yeah. Jamie equally has that for specific yeah. locations, but also has the best forecasting models, computer-generated yes, yeah, yeah, models yeah. at his fingertips. Yeah. But sometimes that little, <laughs> sometimes things surprise you. Mm. Uh, not very often anymore, but on the odd occasion. So,
0: let's, I mean, let's go on. To, um, the Paul mentioned a valid point there. He said something about um, advertising swells, but, you know, this has been going on since, you know, the mid-90s, Yeah, probably earlier. I, mean, I can remember seeing my first um, swell model based yeah. on, you know, American... Um, information at american mm. uh, global forecasting system that was freely available on the internet you know these the, this is there's no surprises here people have seen you know the, these swells coming for you know a long time this is nothing new
2: and we had f- f- phone lines before that to go mm. what's the surf like yeah. so you didn't even have to get out of bed yeah. when i was a
0: And paul's mentioned as well that like he was on magic seaweed you know so he was obviously looking at swell forecast yeah
1: well, yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't give you a whether or not you know, There's a nine three zero or know. something, you know, out there on the country file, on a, you know, anymore now. Exactly. You know, yeah. A, I mean, I
0: can, you know, I, can, I can, break the internet tomorrow if you want. I can just Google Google and take the whole lot down, and yeah. you, you know, will, will everybody be happy then?
2: Yeah. Yeah. But, I, I think Asuf, as surfers, and that's a thing. People still are craving those kind of
1: empty lineups. But the truth and that's is, the, is that's the, the, that's this empty and lineups thing. Is it though? Is it a bit like? You know, has modern surf surf forecasting reached the point where it's a bit like going fishing on a boat trip with the radar on? Mm, No, I don't think so. Not from me. But mind you...
0: I surfed on my my own today. Yeah. And yesterday. Yeah. So I'm not sure...
1: And it's Easter, half term. and (laughs) And I have to say as well, I have actually been on a fishing boat trip with the radar on, and it's great. <laughs> I thought you were
2: gonna say you still caught nothing.
1: No, it's great. It's like, why wouldn't we, you know, why wouldn't any, no, and, and why wouldn't we wanna, you know, as a surfer, like, I want other surfers to surf, you know, and like, uh, I, empty lineups are a beautiful thing to look at, but I like to see waves getting surfed. Yeah. You know, I, want, I want those waves out there being surfed.
0: Yeah, there's, there's so many arguments, you know, for, yeah, for it, uh, the surf surfer, and, and limited against, the, the limited is, you know, against is purely from a selfish point of view for the surfer, he wants, you know, he or she wants to get the waves.
1: With no one else there. With no
0: one else there. You know, the, the argument's for, means. there's like so many benefits yeah. for everyone involved. And so many benefits that people use themselves on a daily basis. Um, like think, think about uh, the good times that you've had in your life are they when you're on your own or are they with when there's other people there? Yeah. yeah. You know, most of the time, you know, the, the belly laughs that mm. you have in your life mm. is when there's other people there. For sure, for sure, that's,
2: that, that's a great point. One thing I would like to add, sorry, Tom, before you go on to the next point is that the, in the and I now I've already kind of said this, but in this part of the world, as surfers, there are so many elements that, because we are on one of the biggest yeah. tidal ranges, because the yeah. weather, is so uh, inclement and so different, and the fact that you know we don't have trade winds, etc., is that perhaps in this country, and going back to Paul Gill, is we are a little, perhaps a little bit more uptight, and we know that as British citizens, we're obsessed. The Brits are obsessed with the weather. If you live in yeah. Hawaii, you kind of know it's going to be a northeast yeah, yeah, uh, trade the like do, most yeah. days throughout yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the winter season. So, you know, and, and perhaps that's why we're a little bit more uptight than most. <laughs> is, the, is the UK the most difficult place to forecast, or
1: the British Isles?
0: Uh, we have this debate actually on surfline quite a lot. Um, I always throw in the the, um, the Seven Estuary as as the I find the most difficult because of the tide. The tide. Um, yeah. th- there is no swell model information anywhere in the world that in, integrates tidal interaction right so you've got to use your knowledge of how that works yeah to, so, to so when you're
2: forecasting for this area you're using your own knowledge to uh, uh,
1: uh, tweak those models at all, Jay? yeah did you look at tide charts wow yes yeah, yeah, and I don't mean tide tables. I mean tide charts, like where you know the arrows go, kind of thing. Oh,
0: you mean the tidal streams? Yeah, yeah. Um, you use, you 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 base it on the 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 range of the tide because obviously the tidal stream is going to be, you know, more on a bigger tide. You can yeah. put it to that, but yeah, you have to have a knowledge of what the tides do to swells to be able yeah. to predict.
1: You know. Do you like. have anyone who uh, regularly sort of bugs you? You know, there's a there's a fella in Portcullis that Varni does a very good impression of. <laughs> do you hear uh, from him very often? Nope. Quite <laughs> no. I, I like? couldn't possibly. No. No. No.
2: Hi, James.
0: Nope. I'll leave it there. Nobody. <laughs> no. Nobody bugs me at all. Uh, I mean, all the Antarctic crew have passed to me for a long, long time about what's the service gonna be like. What's the service gonna be like? I do say to him, look, it's all online, you know, you can check out my forecast. Have,
1: have you and Cyndia Sosdian sat down and had a proper oceanographic hour of chat together? I got I
0: no competition for a, a level of ocean, ocean, uh, oceanography. She's like uh,
1: way, way beyond me. Yeah. Yeah. She says that about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, mean, I think Vaughn's got a very important question to ask you in a minute to finish. Oof. The million-dollar question, Jay, I think that's on everyone's lips that
2: will be both listening and watching this. What's the surf going to be like? Well, apart from we've already, you know, Easter, it looks like it's going to pump. Your (laughs) forecast says it's looking, you know, there's plenty of ways, um, let's put it that way. Um, But the million-dollar question, optimum swell size, please. Wind and tide for one of Wales' best beach breaks, please, Coney Beach. (laughs) (laughs) and I'm asking for a friend (laughs) (laughs) honestly Coney Beach (laughs) what is I mean in terms of for South Wales what are we looking for South Wales now in terms of period and from South Wales I'm talking from Swansea really up Um, what are we looking for in terms of
1: swell direction period but well, obviously we know the Do wind. I'm just going to inter- Tell me if, some. I, I want to ask you if some of these things I've wondered are true, right? So I, I've sat you know, Craig said, uh, camera, you know, his, his son Logan, he and I have surfed the wedge at Coney Beach together a lot of times through the winters. And, and I've always said to Logan, when you see a wave smash the pier, it's hundred seconds before that wave breaks in the wedge, right? And then I've also seen waves smash the pier and I've said to Logan, it's not going to break here because you can see that it's hit the pier and lost all its energy on the pier rather than smashed around it. You can see these things, right? But I've also noticed that the wedge in Coney Beach will be like on a really, really, really big swell with a huge period. It's actually smaller and like doesn't, and, 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 and like I don't know if that's because suddenly the swell's got too much juice and like shoves past it. Or not or whether you know are yeah, we really getting into the interest is there, it, so is there like reach? a period <laughs> that is the right period to cause something to wrap you know or to like hook onto that pier pull back in at the right you know and you know and then if it comes beyond that it doesn't wrap and it goes on and stuff like that yeah
0: i mean i said that's a, a deep subject but yeah
1: you're right you're absolutely right of course there is um, right.
0: and it's all to do with the local bathymetry you know the, what the shallowness of the water right that's out there will affect uh, the bigger period swell, the bigger the period swell, the, the deeper the wave motion goes into the down. Right. So, the, so it's going to feel more things. It's going to
1: feel a lot more things. So, th- so there would be a period of swell that would be too much for South Wales to get its groove on. Then. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Hundred percent. We,
1: myself and Mark, have
0: had this discussion a long, long time. We know full well that big period swell coming into the Bristol Channel um, isn't all that because the shallow
1: water just yeah. takes, you know, all the energy out of it. Travel too yeah. far and to I, make it any I, further. I've always <laughs> thought that, you know, I was just talking to Rhino about this the other day, that, that my favorite surfs in here, your point here, and our point, both of them like a north, a north well, I say you the left for you, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they, like, they, like a, they like a northeasterly. And that the best surfs you ever have there are not when it's like super clean, massive long period swell, predicted a mile off. It's when you're in the middle of some hideous storm and it just puffs northwest for three hours at the right time, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and that is just, yeah. that's what gives, the, and those are like a nine second period or something. It, do you know what, I mean, again, uh, talking re-
2: local forecasts, and, and because I mean, I'd probably debate with Jamie more than anyone of, yeah. because we, one, we spent so much time together over the years, two, we've, we've you know, yeah. most surfers pay a massive interest in the forecast. Um, and you know we were looking at pressure charts and making decisions to drive around the country yeah, yeah. before there was much for yeah. you know the, the online stuff before the internet, yeah. Yeah, um, but it, it's it's just I've lost my thought completely.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> let's get him talking again. What it, it's
2: it was like, <laughs> what, is,
1: what is it then? You know, Where were you going? I don't so know. you're saying you can get too much of a wave period
0: in the Bristol Channel then? I, I personally uh, prefer uh, like a mid period. Swell, lower end, mid period swell for so Bristol that? Channel. Nine so seconds? we're talking 12, maybe. 12, Yeah, right. mm. Yeah, anything more than that. And to me, that means you're waiting waiting around long for sets. Right. When not, you don't necessarily want to be, because you're on a point break with a, a big, long shore current pulling yeah. you in a direction you don't want to be. Okay. So you want to be catching a lot of ways. Going back to the Coney question, a shorter period swell uh, on a beach break is generally better because you know, the, the sandbanks are not that well-defined, so a, a longer-period swell would feel the beach as a whole and just kind of close out. Right. Mm-hmm. As a short-period swell would feel those little subtleties in the, in the banks okay. and, and break a bit more peaky. Yeah. And, 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 and what you've noticed with the, the swell coming around the pier... You know, there's 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 obviously something there with the bathymetry of the way that that swell will feel the bottom and wrap wrap through. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And sorry, what well, I was coming back to to finish <laughs> to
2: get to where my yeah, boyfriend left off, of yeah, something like that it was it was to do with the the wind, the wind in this part of the world, especially where we are, with with you know how yeah. many miles from Somerset, yeah, and that you know we we will have a forecast one way and it will blow. Pretty much forty-five degrees yeah. the other way, yeah. or not yeah. at all, yeah. even on a twenty-mile-an-hour yeah.
1: forecast. Yeah. So there's still, despite all Greg, the forecasting, things can. Greg Owen always different. calls these days where he says the wind has been forecast to come up, and it hasn't. Mm. And Greg Owen always says, and, and I think he's right. He always says it's one of those days where the wind's coming up once the tide turns. Yeah, that's a, the, that the wind is waits really for the tide point. to
0: turn. That yeah. no, that is a great point. Mm. That, as far as I'm aware, and I've researched it a lot. That is not science.
1: But it happens, doesn't it? But it
0: happens. I've seen it happen. Yeah. I even, Big when, tide, I was in, when I was MVF. in uni, when I was in uni, I did a navigation course, part of one of my modules, Yeah. and I mentioned one of the um, navigation routes that we did was around the Channel Islands, and they obviously have huge tides down the Channel Islands. Yeah. And the timing of the trip was, the tide was gonna turn at a certain point, Oh yeah, massive tides. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'd written this little bit about the wind will change direction and pick up when the tide turns comes in. And yeah. the lecturer tapped me on the shoulder one day goes, "How'd oh, you know that?" And he asked him because, <laughs> and he said, "He obviously knew, just like you knew, because yeah. he, you know, was a sailor or whatever. Yeah. He'd seen it happen." And I was like, oh, you know, I was like yeah, I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen so many times. Yeah. Why is that?" It's I, I personally don't know the answer to that. Why that is
1: must be the yeah, I'm not there's, try. There's, a, there's obviously some science I'm not in somewhere, try, yeah. but do, I don't, I don't know. Do you predict the seven ball? You, no, because that's a whole world of you know, like how how deep amateurs the river scoured lately. What's God, the tide? Yeah. You know, that, did you hear those guys go. We'll be stuck here all night. Well, <laughs> and that's
2: the beauty of surfing
1: <laughs> is that we love to talk about what the surf's going to be like. The uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and apologies, no, no apology to the listener if this episode has ended up. 10, 15, longer than uh, we, we've had no. the way, we've had the red light. From there isn't the a surfer a listening, ago.
2: yeah, there's not a surfer listening to this that won't be interested That's just in That's
1: ended up too interesting. I yeah, as <laughs> so we could talk <laughs> tonight. Uh,
2: so, um, it's too interesting. I think it's fair to say that, uh, Jane, brilliant, thank you ever yeah. so much for that insight into uh, forca- the forecasting world and, and what you have at Amazing. your fingertips.
0: My um, pleasure. And um, I'm yeah. trying not to be too smug.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's it, the gill wants that job, uh, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's pretty much a wrap for this one, then, guys. Uh, Vaughn off to see if he can pick up the bottom feeder scraps from the high tide Coney crew, while me, Jeff, and producer Dodd go and terrorise the grown up rock bottom waves out front. <laughs> 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 Crest, in partnership with Elusive, will be going monthly on first Tuesdays from now on for the rest of 2022. So tune in again early uh, June for another great interview. Next up is Nick Hounsfield, the founder and main man behind the magical Inland Lagoon that has brought so much stoke since it opened just two years ago. And I don't know if Jamie can do a sort of forecast for that one, can you? Uh, <laughs> well, there's always a certain size weight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did he bring about that vision? We probably will end up talking bathymetry with him. Uh, and, and, and what does he see Absolutely. as happening next in the world of surf technology? Nick's a lovely guy. He's got a really interesting story. So keep an eye out for it. In the meantime... We're always super keen for any ideas or feedback. Just email us at castcrest@gmail.com or comment on either our Instagram or Twitter feeds. Crest in partnership with Elusive can be found on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and Google among other platforms. And do please leave us a review if you're feeling warm about what you've heard. It all helps. We've also got a big back catalogue of chacks to go through if you just scroll back. So thanks again to the Landrick crew for your hospitality and of course to you the listener, Djoljam Brando, and Vien Thanks for listening and see you soon. Frequently, one of the standouts in the highly competitive lineups of the Vale Coast and Beyond. Is that right? And <laughs> <laughs> uh, this where I kick but in. I oh, shit.
2: Sorry, I thought you, <laughs> thought you meant you were doing all that.
1: No, you do that line, I do that one, you do oh, that Oh, you're alternating. This is so. to go under the music bed, see? This right, is the bit okay. where you've got to do a bit right. of radio work. <laughs> right. A bit quicker with a bit more kind of. Okay, start <laughs> like, like, again. This you. is a trailer voice now. Isn't oh, it's it? the trailer. Sorry, it's I still. Like, okay. One, two,
2: three. Um, I gotta use loop.